0: to do that all week you really went for it oh i'm gonna this episode's gonna be full of it what's up guys welcome (laughs) to
1: the hop what's up people it's episode 72 of the hop round 72 my name is steven that is gabe this is a craft beer podcast we make beer entertaining fun informative but most of all entertaining welcome to it glad you found us we have a fun brewery coming up today
0: this one is a little, I would say, a little bit of a hidden gem, if you will. Um, it's part of an estate, literally. Mm-hmm. A, it is a winery, brewery, distillery, cidery, all-in-one, Mount Hope out of Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Mannheim, to be exact, and we are drinking none other than Swashbuckler Brewing Company. Yar! Uh, ahoy. Uh, ahoy.
1: Yeah, so this this one, as I bat the mic, this one is a brewery that probably no one's ever heard of because I certainly hadn't. Uh, but it fell into our lap. We can give a shout out to your parents. They visited. They said, "Hey, you guys should do them on the podcast." And we said, "You know what? We I, we think we will." Thank Thanks you for the for suggestion, the beer,
0: Mom and Dad. Love you.
1: So here we are. Uh, before we do any of that, though, I just want to get this out of the way real quick. <laughs> if you listened to round 71. We did bring up Formula One driving, and I just want to give an apology to Lewis Hamilton. Lewis
0: Hamilton. For
1: absolutely getting his name wrong. We know it now. <laughs> Look, I wasn't going to say anything, but then he won the Spanish Grand Prix this past weekend. Yes, I did watch it. My first Formula One drive, it was exciting, and I just felt like he was owed respect. So you get that so-
0: Heineken hub thing? Uh,
1: I didn't get the Heineken hub, but I did have a great time. I mean, towards the end of it, I was like, oh, I'll just watch this for a bit and shut it off. And like the announcers were like, you better tell whoever you're with to put that Sunday roast on on the hot plate. Tell them you'll be there in a minute because you can't walk away. I was like, I can't walk away. Oh, It was the great. British. Oh, it was the British. so great. But sorry, Lewis Hamilton. His name Lewis is Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton. He's the man. He's the GOAT. He drives for Mercedes and uh, we're sorry. Everyone, Every all the Formula One fans get off our back.
0: Please. uh this week has been hell <laughs> all
1: right that said you can follow the show at the ho podcast on Instagram and Twitter that is where we are you can find us on the internet if you're interested it's anchor.fm the hop we are available on Apple Spotify Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts and wherever you do listen, if you could give us a rate and review, that would be very helpful. If you enjoy the show, uh, tell us you enjoyed it and it will mean a lot and it will help the show get better each and every week. So uh, if you give us a rate and review, we will really appreciate it. We're also on YouTube. If you haven't gotten the, mem- the memo and you want to look at us and our smiling faces, see the beer we're drinking, the colors, the glassware the breweries the seance, behind me will. yeah if you want a, some fun <laughs> animations and different things like that you can check us out on youtube just search for the hop a craft beer podcast and if you do do that i would advise you to click the bell subscribe uh and then click the bell so you'll get notified whenever a new episode drops you'll also get notified if we do special videos from time to time we have promised we are going to be drinking the tomato basil from four quarters brewing in the very near future and, finally, you can follow our personals. Gabe is at gaberade 67 I am at Shakespeareist. And, guys. He
0: will post a photo eventually.
1: Get in line. The crews are working on it. We've got uh, Elon Musk was just on SNL, so I threw a friend. I've now got him and his team working on it. SpaceX crews are putting together something fun to post. I don't know. Who knows what it's going to be? The only way you know is if you follow at Shakespeareist on uh, Instagram. So, that's me.
0: Let us know what breweries to hit up next. Let us know what breweries to repeat. Let us know if we should try another drink. Last week we had tequila. Maybe in the future we'll have—I don't know. We'll mix it up. We'll try stuff, uh, new stuff. Let us know. We are here for you.
1: That said, we have some news to dive into.
0: Beer news.
1: Let's go around the beer world with the highlights real quick. First up, Dogfish Head is expanding into Miami. They are opening a new taproom in Miami coming very soon. It's set to open. It's going to feature some new beers inspired by the local flavors of the area. Also, some food, art, and music. That should be fun. So if you're in the Miami area, you can look forward to that coming very soon. Anderson Valley Brewing out of California has uh, updated their logo and branding. So that's fun. New things to look at. and It's a big-ass bear. (laughs) That's very on-brand for them.
0: It's awesome.
1: And a bill has been proposed in Pennsylvania that would make it easier for breweries to split with their wholesalers. So it's a new bill. We're not going to go into all the details on it, but it does follow in line with what we were talking about in Massachusetts, uh, some in California, some in Colorado, and in other places. So the trend continues. First story for us, we record generally on Mondays. This happened, I believe, last Thursday thursday so it didn't make last week's show but it did happen last week a an heiser bush ab invev the ceo is stepping down as of july 1st carlos brito he will step down as ceo after 15 years in the position and 32 years at the company the board of directors unanimously appointed michael du to succeed to succeed him mike is Currently, the president of the uh, North America Zone. So he's going to follow Carlos's footsteps and take over as CEO. And they will announce a new president of the North America Zone shortly. Both of these gents, Brito and Duqueras, are heavily experienced leaders for ABI. Their resumes speak for themselves. Brito helped build the company into what it is today, acquiring a lot of international labels, turning it into a real global brand, pushing a non alcohol. Drink categories, alternative drink categories such as the Bud Light seltzer or the cacti that we had last week, and so much more. So he's responsible for a lot of that. Honestly, if you look at their resumes side to side, it really seems like Ducares is just going to be more of the same. They're pretty similar. They're both Brazilian. They both grew up in Brazil. Weirdly, Ooh. they both have years and years and years in at AB in Bev, and so I don't foresee a whole lot of change coming for ABI. So, if you like what ABI is doing, fear not; nothing will change. But it is news worth mentioning. So, best of luck to Mike and Carlos. Thank you for your contributions to the beer world in Thank the form you for your of macro beer, and in, in the form
0: of ABI. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Oscar Blues is coming out with a new beer. Uh, it is called Smash for Stash, 6.9%. It's a Sabro-infused single malt and single hop IPA. The reason why it's important, a portion of the proceeds from the sale will benefit Stash Strong. It's an organization that helps raise funds for brain cancer research. Now, the month of May is Brain Cancer Awareness Month, Uh, so Oscar Blues is getting together along with many other breweries. Uh, I believe over 150 other breweries are joining in on this, making the beer, and donating to a great cause. Uh, The Smash for Stash will be available on draft and in six packs of 12-ounce cans starting May 1st, so it's already out there, so go get it. Um, like I said, all the benefits will be for Stash Strong. It's a charity devoted to raising funds and awareness for brain cancer research. Oscar Blues has supported Stash Strong since 2018, and they're very proud to participate again um, along with other craft beer, craft breweries in the nation. So uh, beer for a good cause. Like we always say, this is what we love. And who mm-hmm. knows, maybe drinking will help improve a charity or two. There you go.
1: Yeah, so look out for. I, I love the name. It's like uh, smash for stash, and it's like, like smash like single malt and single hop. It's like yeah. a nice little play on yeah,
0: fun. And the can fun. art is dope. It's got a mustache. Who doesn't like a nice mustache? Bob Ross approves. Check mark. Sure does. Editing.
1: Finally, Hop Butcher for the world. That's the name of a brewery. They Amazing. are taking over half acres. Lincoln Ave facility. So Lincoln Ave, the Lincoln Ave brewery that Half Acre owns, they are selling it to Hop Butcher for the World. The deal is expected to happen in October, so it's just an announcement at the moment. And it's kind of been a long time coming. Half Acre purchased a newer, bigger location in Ball so they're going to be moving. These are places in Illinois, I believe. Illinois. Chicago area. Yeah. So... Hot Butcher is currently in a a location in Darien, Illinois, but moving to Lincoln Ave will give them more of a stronger presence in the more centralized Chicago area and also allow them to expand a little bit. Meanwhile, Half Acre is planning a send-off for the the brewery, The Space. They're collaborating with Hot Butcher on a series of beers. They're making it festive and fun. If capacity restrictions allow, re-COVID and whatnot, they are hoping to have the place uh, pumping on July 4th and maybe have the public in there gathering to raise a glass, pour one out for what was and what is to come. So it's fun. It's fun to see breweries making moves and it's always fun to see breweries making moves and, you know, half acre, half acres growing up, hot butcher for the world got their hand-me-downs. You know what I mean? But it's like the middle, but it's like the middle kid because like hot butcher is (laughs) moving into like the medium-sized space. Like they're not, they're not half yeah. acre yet, but like they're getting like they're getting some but nicer getting clothes there. than what they were wearing, because <laughs> that's gonna
0: mom's gonna all take those that downs. to. They're yeah. gonna look fresh at dinner time. <laughs> that
1: Darien location's going to Goodwill, but like <laughs> this Lincoln Ave one is like it's a hand-me-down, but it's nicer still.
0: <laughs> it's nicer still, yeah. And they're also brewing together, and that's really cool. And we love collaborations like that. So, uh,
1: Lord knows what
0: they're gonna make. Exciting. Yeah.
1: It should be fun. So. That's hey the news. Yes, sir. You got a toast or what? You know I have a toast.
0: Damn straight you do.
1: Here's the thing. I haven't, oh boy. I haven't tested this music. I don't know how it's going to work. Oh no. I just played it, and it might be weird, but whatever. It just seemed pirate appropriate. All right, ahoy, folks. Listen, in the words of the great Captain Jack Sparrow, the problem is not the problem. The problem is your attitude about the problem. So with that we are raising glasses to piracy, to seafaring creatures, to seamen far and wide. Any damn fool can serve can navigate the world sober. It takes a really good sailor to do it drunk. And so we're raising a glass to drinking on the high seas. Here's to the ship that goes, the wind that blows, and the lass who loves a sailor. Here's to tall ships, here's to small ships, here's to all the ships at sea. But the best ships are friendships. Here's to you and me. Drink up, me hearties,
0: yo-ho! Yo-ho, yo-ho. I don't want to it shut was, this off. I'm really into it. It was, it was the wink. Uh, you, you winked <laughs> yeah, I know. at me. I know, I, I, gotta, uh, uh, I, know. No, I saw you laughing
1: at me. <laughs> oh, you know what? I think, I think that music kind of worked. I was nervous about it. Uh, it was a little aggressive. It was a little epic.
0: <laughs> I think it's what we needed for this episode. And, you know, if we're quoting Jack Sparrow, we don't need pirate beer to quote Jack Sparrow. I'm just saying. But that's just me.
1: Oh, that's true. I looked through a lot of them and, I mean, <laughs> I, I almost watched the movie today in honor of what we're about
0: to do. I love how in the beginning all of our toasts were like, drink to you and me. And now it's like, all right, theme appropriate. Dr- pirate. Yeah, we got very all- intense. Yo-ho. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm thirsty. Let's do the damn thing. All right.
1: All righty. I'm pumped for this. this it's, is
0: great because we have three beers this round.
1: Yeah, and so, a very international beer lineup. We're going, yeah. I mean, all from Pennsylvania, but, uh, you know, stylistically. <laughs> no, we're going international, all over,
0: Pennsylvania. <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting out there. It's style crazy.
1: Style-wise, we're going all yeah. over the map. We're kicking things off with a Hefeweizen. It's their Swashbuckler Hefeweizen. It's a German-style ale, if you're unfamiliar with the Hefeweizen. It's a 5%er. It's got a 12 IBUs. It's got no rating on Beer Advocate. In fact, none of these beers have a rating yeah, on Beer Advocate. Yeah, let's just cut our losses now. Stop at that. It's an untapped. <laughs> it's a 3.47 SRM chart. It is a... I got I got me a nice like, beer stein here. You like that, Gabe? Style That's nice. Appropriate. I
0: have, uh, because my parents are awesome, not only did they get us beer, they got us merch. Look at this cup. This is an official yeah. swashbuckler beer cup, and uh, I am drinking beer number one out of this. So Chuck
1: and Sue are are fans of the hop the right way. This is how you yeah. this is how you hop. Send this is us, how you hop. Send us beer and cups and hops and malts and, and everything stickers. in between. SRM chart, I would put this around a seven or an eight. It's pretty light, but it is not yellow. It is sort of slightly amber. It's got a little bit of haze, as you would expect, in the hefeweiss color. That's me.
0: Mine's a little darker, but I think it's the cup. So let's go off of yours. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah.
1: <laughs> this had a mm, medium white head. Not very much, I would say. Maybe a, a thumbnail, maybe a little more. Yeah. Not much retention. And, yeah, it went away quick. And no real lacing either. It kind of is pretty still in the glass. But plenty of carbonation. There's plenty of bubbles zinging up from the bottom. Ooh.
0: So. That weedy smell is all oh, right there. I mean, we we got a, a German style, and it, it, it hits you right on the nose. That that wheat, that malt, those uh, oh yeah, zangy esters, if you will. It's the ooh. the esters
1: are there. The banana yeah. is there. Yeah. It's well,
0: that... I would hope so. Look at this damn can. Right. It's, it's a cross. A... It's a skull and crossbones, but the crossbones are bananas. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine that if you're not yeah. on
1: YouTube. Yeah, uh, fruity, citrusy, lemon. The banana definitely comes through though. That that starchy, yeasty quality. It's it's very sweet on the nose. It smells delicious. There's a little bit of caramel in there. It's very bready.
0: Hmm. Cornbread. Nice. Right. How often can you say that about a beer? Like this is it's 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 bready, but it's sweet bread. It's like. You know, you put a little bit of butter on top, and maybe you threw, you know, some eggs in the middle. Oh god, I'm getting hungry. But you know what I mean. <laughs> like it's just, it's it's cornbread like.
1: I smelling was see that for sure. It's very yeah. It's sweeter than some hefeweizens I've had for sure. It's got that, like you said before, that yeasty ester quality that you might associate with Shock Top, Blue Moon. I always like to you know put it in that macro beer category for people who may not be as familiar. But a Hefeweizen is a yeasty, weedy beer. That's mm. what it is. So, this follows in line with that. And it's, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I, I want it. My father
0: in, would absolutely enjoy this beer 100%. Um, another smell I'm getting off because of the style is that kind of bubblegum type smell. And I have yeah. to say, from beers we've had in the past, I've been able to smell that little bubblegum. I've been like, "Oh yeah, it's kind of there, but this one for some reason is really there." Like it's like if you really think about it and try, it's like banana but bubblegum. It really it's wild. It really is there.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, the brewery's description on the can, our Hefeweizen is a traditional South German style wheat beer brewed with 45% wheat malt and 55% two-row malted barley. But it is the special strain of yeast that gives this ale its kick. The beer is unfiltered, and the Bavarian yeast strain used for fermentation produces hints of banana and clove. Just a touch of German noble hops are added to the boil for a slight hint of spicy hop character. Attributes, these attributes, along with a higher carbonation level, aid in the refreshing drinkability of
0: this beer. Yeah, it it really is sounds and smells awesome. Um, There is a raspberry version. Um, I didn't find it on the site, but I do know it exists. So if you're able to get your hands on it, please let us know. And it won in 2019 in the Pennsylvania Farm Show. It was a gold winner. So
1: we got a gold winner in the house. Nice. Well, to that, Yo-Ho,
0: (laughs) are
1: Any other pirate stereotypes you can think of? Let's take a swig to the black pearl. Nice.
0: Fruity, sweet caramel, like almost candy-like without being too overly sweet. Um, bready but in in the in the softest way, soft bread. Not like, you know, toast. Soft bread. It's it's soothing on the palate. It's soft. It's it's a little Fluffy. if i if i'm gonna go there uh it's easy to go down it, the aftertaste is uh you know more malt backbone than anything but definitely it, it leaves you wanting more it leaves the mouth clean it's fun i like this
1: yeah i was fully prepared to say oh it's it doesn't drink as sweet as the nose but that's not true that's that's not my experience. It's actually, it's, it's pretty sweet in the mouth in a, in a very pleasant way. It's very flavorful. Mm. Plenty of those fruits we were talking about, the, the, the slight hint of orange, absolutely the banana, the caramel, the clove, the lemon lemon for sure. There's plenty of wheat just in the feel of it. The mm. hops are present. There's a little bit of spiciness, a little earthiness to it. It's not hoppy like a like an IPA. It's not bitter or piney. It's a spicy hoppiness that is very delightful. This is a great this is a
0: great uh, I, I wanna I wanna be flipping burgers on a grill right now.
1: That's the thing. It's like hot day on the porch. Hand me one of these. It's refreshing, it's easy drinking. It's got a, a a nice carbonation. It's zingy in the mouth yeah. to me. It's got a liveliness to it. So it's not just a, you know, it's, it's not just a easy, it's not a pilsner. You know what I mean? Right. It's got more flavor to it. It's got more carbonation to it. But it it's is easy crisp. to
0: drink, but it's not, you know, it's not basic or simple by right. any means.
1: But it is crisp and refreshing and delicious. I like it very much.
0: Five percent, which is nice. Mm-hmm. That's fun. You drink a couple of these, you might be feeling something, but uh, yeah, I really enjoy it. Uh, I it's it's amazing how much banana I'm getting. Like I even on the taste, I I yeah. just it's so weird. It's in a good way. <laughs> it's
1: it's very sweet. It's sweeter than most half of since I've had, and I don't mean that in a bad way at all. It's not cloyingly sweet i'm not saying that there's anything extra sweet about it sweet is a bit of a trigger word for me after that cacti seltzer
0: last week yeah see the second i started so, talking about this i was like candy like and then i went oh no no the strawberry no it just, it's not like that it's
1: it hits different but no this is not like that no this is 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 sweet in a pleasant way it's very flavorful it leaves your mouth the the finish is is pretty short so it leaves your mm-hmm. mouth pretty clean and refreshed and ready for another sip. And again, at five percent, it's not gonna. I mean, it's not so light that you don't know it's there, but it's also not gonna. It's not banging the door down. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, it showed up to the party. Like, yeah. it's not gonna do keg stands, like, but yeah, it like showed it came
1: up. to the exactly. It came to the party. It's not the life of the party, but it like it like came. In, hey man, I'm
0: just like here to hang I'm out. I'm just chilling. Like, yeah. Good.
1: Like he wore he wore like plain clothes. Like he's not standing out, you know. But oh, like he talks to everyone, like, like everyone's came. friends with him. Like if this is a Halloween party, he didn't come in a costume, like he's not the light. of the too party. cool for that. So he's you. But he <laughs> I see what you did there. Weird it's to this... It's Halloween,
0: Steven. What are you? No, I'm just me, man. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs>
1: uh, it's it's weird to equate this to Halloween. It really has nothing to do with Halloween. It's a very good <laughs> summer. Beer. It's perfect for right
0: now. Not it's available we, between May and November. So if all go. this sounds good, hurry up. Go get it.
1: Not that we get summer weather on the East Coast because we live in a dark, gray, cold climate all that right.
0: never. It stops snowing. You that, can't that, bitch anymore.
1: You're right. It's At least it's not snowing. Um, should we talk about this brewery? We should. Yes, we should. Let's talk about the
0: mansion that is this estate.
1: Yeah, so this is a different kind of brewery for us. This is a brewery that kind of was built to serve a Ren fair. Ren fair, Renaissance fairs are big in Pennsylvania and places of that ilk. Apparently, um, yeah. I-, I have never been to a Renaissance fair myself, mm. but I know friends who work at them. And I know that they are a big thing. This brewery, so, and then there's this estate, like Gabe said, it's called the Mount Hope Estate, and it's home of the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair, which happens for 13 weekends between August and October. They also have a winery, a distillery, a cidery, and this brewery. Hot damn. The company was founded in 2000, and it was originally located in a bar now known as the Anchor and Mermaid Tavern. And at the bar, they were working on a very small system, one tap, and they were providing 364 barrels total for the fair season. So for that 13 weeks, they would produce 364 barrels that they brewed for the fair. It took off. It took off. It took off. They grew. Now their fair season production alone tops more than 1,800 barrels, and they're then they're brewing all year round. Obviously, uh, so they've they've grown quite a bit. They moved into a new location. And annually, I think they're doing around 4,500 barrels at this point.
0: Yeah, they so, have new uh, The new owners of the estate, Scott and Heather Bowser. Um, they're working their asses off to keep the ship a-sailing, no pun intended. Um, they have tasting events. They have gatherings. I mean, it, it, they, you know, I'm pretty sure they have weddings. I wouldn't see why they wouldn't. I mean, they have an event for everyone. They have all sorts of fun. Um, apparently, Swashbuckler joined... This, as it grew, but became officially their own thing in, I believe, 2013. Um, They are independently craft. They are their own brand, um, and they're handcrafted beers all the time, as they say, of the highest quality ingredients. Damn straight.
1: So their beers can be found, obviously, at the brewery and also at other locations around the area. You can also get them at the Divine Swine In-Out Barbecue Restaurant. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is or where it is, but I heard swine and barbecue and I said, pour me another one.
0: Yeah, for real.
1: It's a, but again, it's an interesting operation because it is part of this sort of larger thing. So it's hard to find information about them themselves. That's why like all of their beers are listed on beer advocate but it's all like one review, which is why Untapped. we don't have numbers. No, they're on Beer Advocate too, but they, they they're on, are. Yes, but it's all like one oh, review, man. so it's not enough to accumulate numbers. That's why, like, they're they're very small and they're very, yeah. they're they're not very, you know, they haven't gotten out there in that in that way, which is which is. I don't even know if they want to, you know what I mean. But yeah. it's it's really feel, cool. Yeah, I
0: feel like in Pennsylvania, they're like popular as hell especially in this area with Um, this area
1: and it's it's you know it's the kind of thing that we love to be able to feature on the show like having someone that we know pop in there and get beers that we cannot get here even if we wanted to and they end up in our lineup and that's that's the kind of stuff that we absolutely love so we have less information about their operation as a whole and it's good beer. It's <laughs>
0: well so far, we'll see. Yeah,
1: well, they're <laughs> they're one for three so far, but we haven't tried the other two, but this Ooh. is really good. It's it's a yeah. really solid Hefeweizen. They have beer styles from all over the place. I mentioned it. We're you know, we're in Germany right now. They're they're big on the German style. They have hints a lot of hints of Belgium though. Hints of Belgium, honestly, in the Hefeweizen style, right? Yeah. They yeah. do. And they then do. we're going to, well, another German style in a, in a bit, but then we're going to Ireland. My people. Your people, your your culture. They're um, magically
0: delicious. Oh, God. It's always an excuse to play him. I'm going to kill that little leprechaun. <laughs> okay. Uh, last but not least, their motto, live free, dine well, and drink good ale. A freaking men Can do, folks. Yeah. For time purposes, we should probably go on to beer number two mm. because, like we said, we have three. They're all incredible, and so we want to... Keep the balls a-rolling. So here we go. That's Beer fair. Beer number two is called the Duke of Dunkel, or if you're trained in Shakespeare, Duke of Dunkel. Nice liquid you,
1: bro. Oh. That was, uh yeah. BFA
0: that coming in clutch. Gets me jazzed. <laughs> Nothing like a nice liquid you. Everybody hates us. <laughs> um, it is a German-style wheat ale. For those of you on YouTube, this is what it looks like, and that is the can art. It is sexy. With a crown looking like a boss. Also, ooh, also 5%. 12 IBUs. Uh Beer Advocate. Apparently they're on there, but I couldn't find them. So yeah, they're
1: they're on there, but they don't have they don't have accumulated no rating, ratings yet. Yeah. I mean the way Beer Advocate works, if you haven't checked it out, you probably should. If you like this podcast. You should probably check out Beer Advocate. It's a great website and magazine. But the way they work is they accumulate user reviews and after there's a certain amount of reviews, they score the beer at an average, and that's what the number is. And so that's what we report on the show just to give you a sense. But when there's a beer like this that, you know, it doesn't mean that the beer has not been found, but it just means there haven't been enough reviews reviews for beer advocate to accumulate
0: an average. So We always write them down so we can remember them, and I just wrote down no. (laughs) So that's what we're working with. But Untapped has a score, and it's 3.64. And the availability of this, on their website they say it's one of their specialty beers, so it's like seasonal in a way. I feel like they kind of break it out kind of like whenever they want.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's uh it also may may or may not have used to have been called something differently because I believe, yeah. So, I don't know, but it's an interesting style. So, okay, just so people are clear, heffa in German, yeast. Weizen, wheat. This is a Dunkelweizen. Dunk, dark. Ergo, Hefeweizen, yeasty wheat beer. Dunkelweizen, dark. Wheat beer, and it's a take on what is a German style called a dunkel. So you don't want to confuse a dunkel weizen with a dunkel. A dunkel is a lager, so it's bottom fermented. This is a dunkel weizen, so it is an ale, but it's a dark dunkel esque wheat ale.
0: If so you go to Germany and for... you say the wrong thing, you're going to look like an idiot. They will...
1: <laughs> that was our nerdy factoid for the uh, for the episode. I'm drinking out of the uh, the oh, pint you got the glass. Cup. I got there the cup. Go. I got the uh the swashbucklin, swashbucklin cup.
0: It's, we're swa we're oh, we're swashbucklin' all right. Damn. We're swashbucklin like. I don't I'll know. say it again. <laughs> R. Okay. What's a pirate's favorite letter? Is it R? <laughs> you think it's R, but it's really the C. I
1: hate
0: ah! <laughs> Kill him.
1: Okie dokie. Right. It's it is it's dark. It's On the SRM chart, I would say it's. I I mean, it's.
0: I would say like low thirties to mid thirties. Yeah. It's It's not. I mean, it's it's like brownish, reddish brown.
1: Yeah, it's it's got a little bit of red hue to it, but it's definitely dark. It's kind of a nutty brown hazelnut color. It's it it also poured with uh. More head than beer. I would say it had it had like. a couple inches maybe i poured it shitty i don't know but it was a, it was a solid head with we good retention we got
0: concerned we said uh oh <laughs> wait hold on
1: and good lacing too this one is much you know it's an interesting thing going from a hefeweizen to a dunkelweizen cuz they are similar it's a nice transition but it it also is such a different beer in terms of the just the the flavors we're about to get into the malts they use to brew it and the color and the lacing and all of that really speaking speaks of that,
0: to that from the brewery Our Dunkelweiss beer is a dark twist to our traditional South German-style wheat beer Hefeweizen. It is brewed with 40% wheat malt, 45% two-row malted barley, and the other 15% of the grain bill are dark specialty malts, giving the beer a deep brown color and slightly malty character. Who freaking knew? Just like the standard Hefeweizen, the beer is unfiltered, and the Bavarian yeast strain used for fermentation produces hints of banana and clove. Absolutely correct. A touch of German noble hops are added to the boil, balancing the malt with a slight hint of spicy hop character.
1: Yeah, so on the nose, this is where the clove really comes out to me. It is like if you took the Hefeweizen nose and just darkened the malts. You know what I mean? That's really what it's like. It's The banana is there, the clove is there, but there's not as much of that bubblegum sweetness that was in the last one. This one is much more dark. It's much more uh, caramel a little bit, but it's it's almost toffee esque. It's darker. It's like those clove, allspice, you know, those p- spices you put in like an apple pie when you're making it at Thanksgiving. You know, it's much more uh, fall, honestly, than yeah, the Heffron
0: Okay, so for this beer, the malts showed not only showed up to the party, but they're like they're getting involved. They 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 wore a Halloween costume. They dressed up as <laughs> Uh, something. A <laughs> they movie. Came,
1: they they dressed up, but they didn't like they they didn't. They're not stealing the show either. Like no, they
0: brought they brought like the beer pong balls, so everyone's like, yeah. oh my god, they're here.
1: They're like a friend. They're making themselves known for sure. They're definitely like wearing a, a flashy costume, but it's not over the top. Like it's not one that you're like, that's a lot.
0: It's yeah, just like right. Bell bottoms.
1: Yeah.
0: Ye- ye- <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> Sure. Nothing says
1: nothing says you're working too hard like a pair of bell-bottoms, bell-bottoms. on October 31st.
0: <laughs> Unless you're just we... like a hippie. I don't know. <laughs> We've been drinking. It happens.
1: <laughs> okay. There's a little bit. So, yeah, toffee, darker. I, I think there's a breadiness to this. The hops are present and the spiciness is present. The yeast it's...
0: esters are back yep. for yep. round two. Um Maybe a little bit of bubble gum. I feel like I'm smelling it more in the other one than I am in this one.
1: Yeah, it's but, there. It's just not as sweet, you know. It's yeah. like it's it's just darker. It's more. I I don't know how else to say it. It's darker. It's like it's like rye bread. Yeah, or pumpernickel or something. Pumpernickel, it's like yeah. if you're between a hefeweizen and a red ale, which ironically we literally are, but. That's kind of what it is, though. That's Whoa! That's, yeah. <laughs> it's the perfect way of describing it. It's like if you yeah. took the dark, malty backbone of a red ale and blended it with the yeast esters and the weedy quality of a Hefeweizen, and that's what you have in a Dunkleweizen. Let's drink it.
0: Are we German now?
1: No, we are not.
0: Okay, <laughs> good to know. <enough. laughs> this is the older brother of the Hefeweizen. I feel like it's very similar, but it's darker, as you said. I, I, I think this is... I think both of these beers so far, I feel like the taste and the smell have been very, very similar, which is actually kind of awesome because I feel like that doesn't happen a lot. Um, very uh, weedy and dark-bready. Uh, maybe toast, maybe not. Um, you know... A little bit of caramel, a little bit of sweetness, but I just feel like it's if if you took the hefeweizen and you just like matured it, maybe in like not necessarily like a barrel, but I don't know, maybe you. Although, although feel free
1: to do that too.
0: Yes. Bam! Oh, and exclamation bell,
1: point! Speak. The hot welcome.
0: Um. Yeah, I I literally just I feel like it's just the older brother of the hefeweizen.
1: I completely agree. I I hate to keep using this analogy because I feel like we may be overdoing it. But literally, it's it's that's Pikachu, this is Gabe, Raichu. There we go. And then there will be a third one down the line. Like if you the third one There's no third one for that. Wait, wait. What did
0: you Wait, what did you say? You said Pikachu?
1: Yeah, is there no third one?
0: There's three. There's Pichu, then Pikachu, then Raichu. So this is Pichu. And then this is Pikachu. I hate that we're get in this. Get your 150, bro. Get I, on it. I, I really
1: hate that we're in this conversation. You get the point. <laughs> the point is, this is a perfect evolution of the last one. And if you put me in front of like a Belgian Trappel, that would be... Actually, that's that's weird because we cross countries. But you get what I'm saying. It's a nice evolution of the last one. And it could also, you know, if you bumped up, maybe take that ABV up to 100. And then wow, I don't mean, whoa, I don't minute, mean a, hold on,
0: <laughs> not a hundred. That I don't we mean would die. Literally, <laughs> maybe like an eight or a nine. That's always solid.
1: Okay, it's very, very good though. It's got, it's it's all all of what you said the sweetness and, and the weediness is there. And then you add this like sturdy caramel malt, dark malt backbone adds a lot of toffee, adds some chocolate. And it's kind of, it's it's this weird like ping pong to me on my palate. It's this bounce back and forth between fruity and and weedy and then dark. And it's like, it plays really nicely together. It is very well balanced. It's a super impressive balance to me. It's medium to full bodied. This one is pretty creamy, which I wouldn't say about the last one. The last one had a very lively carbonation. This one, I think is a little bit lower on the carbonation level and it's it's a little creamier and it is refreshing but it more is about the flavor with this one. I don't think this one's like yeah. let me go grill on the porch like Yeah, definitely not. No. It's it's also 5% So you can. This is
0: this is the type of beer where it's like the barbecue is ending. Some people have left, but the the close friends have stayed. Everyone's eaten already. The sun is setting, and you're all just sitting in lawn chairs. And maybe you're playing games. Maybe you're playing drinking games. But it's like it's slowly coming to an end. Grab one of these bad boys.
1: How many intense metaphors we've thrown out in like the last fifteen minutes?
0: So deep, bro.
1: We've just it's it's become a lot. Like we got a Halloween party going on, we got hand me downs being given to kids. We got a, a, a Pikachu Pokemon situation. We got uh, there's a lot happening.
0: What's round seventy two about, bro? We have no idea. We, was, I, I don't know. They're pirates. It's it's <laughs> it's off the rails.
1: <laughs> oh, this is this is very good. I I really like it. I think it's just. I think calling it the older brother to the Hefeweizen is the perfect way of putting it. It is all of the sweet, we, weedy, yeasty things that you love with some darker malt flavors, a little bit more body. The ABV is exactly the same. So uh, take your pick if you're one who's really into flavor and you like your flavor to be a little bit more bitter. If you like you know, burnt food, if you like those darker, roasty flavors... Reach for the Dunkel. If you like sweeter things, reach for the Hef. It's kind of two of the same bag.
0: Yeah, you can't I, I feel like so far you can't go wrong with either of these. Yeah. Um we have a third beer. I suggest we, we grab it. That way we're not keeping people here for two hours as much as <laughs> we would love that. Um fair enough. All right. But beer number three.
1: Let's get it. Yeah, so number three, we're going, we're we're going we're going Irish, which means I get to play him again. You know I love it. magically them. When delicious. We, when we go Irish, yeah, we're doing the red beards, Irish, Irish style red ale. It's coming in at five point four percent. It's got IBUs at twenty. Untapped has it at three point four two. This is a year rounder. It's one of their flagship beers. Hell and yeah, th- it is. And I think people may know this about Gabe and I by now, but I think I can speak for both of us when I say one of our favorite beer styles. I mean, I yeah. love a Red Ale.
0: Yeah, I, I I think they're great. I think I was, I, I feel like I've had them before, but I was formally introduced, not this past St. Paddy's Day, but the, <laughs> the one before it was when I was like, oh, wow, Red Ale, like I forgot about Red Ale. Like Red Ale's great, awesome. Red
1: Ale in the category with Amber, very malt forward beer style and... um. Just just delicious. Just malt, again, malt forward. In this world of IPA crazes, I think malt forward beers don't get as much love as they deserve. So we love a red ale, and we jumped at the opportunity for Gabe's parents to get us this red ale. Thanks, Mom thanks, and Dad. Thanks, Chuck I'm drinking out of a pint glass. It had... For me, very little head at all. I couldn't yeah. get one. I tried to get one. I couldn't really I, get one.
0: I actually got a nice head. Um, it was there for like five, six-ish seconds, and then it went away. But it was nice and full, about a centimeter thick, and now it's just a ring around the glass. I've got a classic like mug, like a real pirate. Arr.
1: Nice. Not much lacing, but plenty no. of carbonation. Plenty of bubbles shooting up from the bottom. On the SRM chart, I would put it in the twenties.
0: The high twenties. Yeah, mid to high twenties. Um yeah. it's it's as you guessed it. Red. Um, yeah, but it's, it's
1: like a like a deep brown amber color. With it's like, like it's like
0: a wooden, like with a wood finish. Yes. Uh
1: yeah, it's not um it's not fire engine red, but you know, it's got a red hue to it. Um hue. the can, however. Is, is very nice, and uh, our, our people will talk about this later. But it's a nice red, sort of dude, uh, look at pirate that beard. Dude. You know, uh, like I wish uh, I could grow a beard like that. A red beard looking pirate man, skull pirate, bearded pirate, uh, just surrounded by flames. So that's what it is. If you're on YouTube, you can take a look at it. It's very pretty. Our resident expert will discuss that in a bit. It's true to the style. Right, multi mm. bready caramel.
0: Toffee. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm not getting a lot of aromas off the smell. Um, I feel like if you really get in there, you do get all the classic caramel malt, multi backbone, bready, toffee, you know, all that stuff. Um, but it, it it is a little on the subtle side for me.
1: I would agree with that. It's very reserved. Like you got to get and... in there. Yeah, it's very reserved. It's not the the sweet wheat esters and all that stuff that we were getting off the previous two. We're now in a different country. We're in Ireland. It's just much more reserved. I get the sense that it's going to be kind of dry. I get the sense that it is going to have that that caramel sweetness that I love of those like dark malts, but it it is definitely much cleaner on the nose. Mm, Not as much going on. Yeah. The brewery's description here, this Irish style red pays homage to the UK ales of yore. This full bodied and malty ale is brewed with numerous specialty, including 25% malts from the UK to give it a caramel sweetness with a hint of light toast. The beer is lightly hopped for balance with a mild bitterness and just a touch of aroma. This is the perfect balanced beer to enjoy with good friends and good cheer. (laughs) <laughs> and well, you know what, we'll Gabe? be the
0: judge of that.
1: You know what, Gabe? You're a good friend, so yeah, I'm okay. Let's
0: drink to good cheer. <laughs> good Cheers. cheer all around, Swashbuckler Brewing Co. Thanks for joining us. It's fun. What am I? What am I tasting? It's like sweet malts, like like sugary almost in a way.
1: Yeah, what I love about this is that dark roasted malt quality that you get right up front there's a a toffee there's a deep bread quality to it there's a weird little bit of fruitiness like i don't know what it is yeah i'm having a hard time putting my my finger on it it's not citrus it's kind of something like a berry it's a berry
0: i want to say like strawberry
1: yeah there's a little bit of that in the back end like it's a little just a kiss if you will um but there's a nuttiness to this. It's very yeah. nutty. And I say that in a good way, which I don't normally Which is so ironic. <laughs> I don't normally say about anything involving a nut. But it's very good. It's very, very malty. It's very true to the style. There's some sweetness. That I think the I think the fruitiness that we're detecting is the hoppiness. I I mean I think that's that's hops. It's um Hopped, they said, you know, lightly hopped for balance, and I think that that's those presumably UK hops, maybe a Sterling hop, Dude, this maybe is something. C- in the-
0: this is crazy. It literally has a berry fruity taste to it. I, I yeah. can't believe that. It's it's it, really is wild, but it's not like overly sweet. It's not going to make you be like ah too much. Like it's 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 wild, and but but it's it's counterbalanced by such a multi backbone that it works.
1: Yeah. Again, it's the hops. And it's interesting because we normally associate hops either with IPA bitterness or earthiness. This is kind of neither of those. It's like if you took the IPA resin thing and then took like the really bitter bite out of it and just left behind the sweet sort of resiny quality. That's what I think I get off this beer.
0: I think it does have a little bit of spicy esters to it, but it's not as strong in this one as the other two. Which yeah, you know, and even with this at five point four percent, just a little bit higher ABV, it it's it's interesting that it's not as spicy in a way. It's more on the subtle side, but it's there if you go looking for it. It's in the back.
1: I would love to try an imperial version of this. Ooh. I would love a version of this with the IP or the AB ABV just bumped up to like an eight or a nine. Yeah, I'm because, sure. I'm sure they
0: would be able to knock this out. You know, yeah, like we, this. We're, this would be a perfect thing to a make an imperial out of, but b throw it in a barrel.
1: <laughs> well, I gotta play it again, Gabe. I mean, you're gonna play it. I to play it. Exclamation point! It's delicious. It's very good in the mouth. In the mouth, I think it is dry. I think I was, I was, uh, I nailed it. Um, I think I was right about that, though. It's, it's clean, it's crisp, it's medium bodied, and it's, um, it's got a lingering finish to it. But it's, it's very flavorful. I think that this is a. I think what makes me say I want to try an imperial version of it is I'm drinking it and I'm almost like, oh yeah, it's five point four because it feels like it's like a sweet 6.5. Yeah,
0: i I would agree with that 100 i don't know why i feel like you kind of you kind of forget it's 5.4 um now okay so let's see what stage in the barbecue are we drinking this i think if you're the fun uncle of the party you're drinking it right away throughout the whole party if you're like us and you're just there to have a good time um after dinner before dessert
1: but let's ask important questions i mean what is what is this beer wearing at the halloween party
0: (laughs) This one, I believe, is, <sighs> this one is, like, made a costume, but they made a costume last minute. So it's just, like, they looked around their house, they threw on a weird hat, and they were like, I'm... See, I, I kind
1: of got the vibe that this one threw the Halloween party, and so they're not really wearing a costume because they're too busy making drinks and shit.
0: Like, they're working. Who spilled this? <laughs> <laughs> they're cleaning up their house.
1: <laughs> this is one of the weirdest analogies we've ever produced on The
0: Hub who cares it's so much fun
1: gabe i'm i'm kind of i'm i'm jealous of you right now because there's a lot to love on these cans so there's you know so what so much to love you 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 do your thing can art and crafts
0: Yahoy, me mateys, and welcome to another edition of CanArts and Crash. Yahoo! Alright, I won't do that the whole time. I did think about it, but let me just cut my losses here. We're gonna go in order like we always do. The Hefeweizen. So for all the cans, the name is listed very bright, big letters, and, you know, you'll be able to read what it is. But then, ba-bam! You get a skull. Skull and crossbones, and the crossbones are the banana. Uh, Blue and yellow colors, hashtag chargers. So, obviously, I'm going to love this can. How could you not? The skull is big. It's detailed. All of the artwork on all of the cans is so, so detailed. The skull is their main uh, target for all of the cans. They all have it in different versions. One of the beers, uh, the skull is wearing a hood, and he looks like an assassin. It looks incredible. But the Hefeweizen... Skull and crossbones, bandana on the top, banana for the crossbones. Duke and Dunkel. Duke and Dunkel. We got a skull wearing a crown with one of those... I don't even know how to say it. It's a collar. It's a Shakespeare collar, but it looks incredible. It's bright. It's red. Again, the detail of the skull. He looks like a mad king who would kill you and cut your head off if you ever spoke to him wrong. (laughs) Ha ha! And then, to round it out, we got the red beard guy who's got the Captain Hat on, the the Jack Sparrow Captain Hat or the Leandro Barbosa, if you know the Pirates movies, that Captain Hat on with the big-ass red beard with the flames behind him, big-ass red and yellow let- lettering for the can. Overall, given the can artwork for these three and all of the brewery that it has, we've got, for the first time ever, a 100% unanimous, easy decision. 10 out of 10. Absolutely, this can art is incredible. I'm going to save these cans for the rest of my life. They're great. The skull and crossbones, it's... Uh, makes you feel like a pirate. Bob Ross agrees. And if you're with us, say yo-ho. And that is another edition of Can Arts and Crafts.
1: Hold everything hold everything who the fuck is leandro barbosa that's his name in the movie leandro i'm pretty sure yeah no 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 way no that's not no what what movie did that come up in because admittedly i didn't see four or five but Leandro. it's, it's
0: jeff daniels Wait, not Jeff Daniels. Who am what? I thinking of? What's his name? What's his name? What What's are his you name? Talking about the guy Jeffrey Rush? Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Rush. So sorry. Yeah, Jeffrey it's Captain
1: Barbosa, but Captain- there's no way it's Leandro. That can't even be what?
0: Oh, you know what? Leandro Barbosa might be the name of a basketball player. Leandro. Oh my god. That might be. That might be it. <laughs> I know it's Captain Barbosa, but I thought I thought it was Leandro. That might be a basketball player. I'm so sorry if I got that wrong. <laughs> Oh
1: my God! I was like, <laughs> "No, that can't be! No, he's that's so wrong!" Like, <laughs> so what's his
0: first name then? Who cares? It's I not even. Care. No, Leandro Barbosa might be a basketball player now that I. Think no, about it. he
1: one hundred percent is. I'm looking at his. Uh, I'm looking at his Wikipedia page right now. Oh.
0: Okay. Well, there you that's go. That's a basketball player. Okay, so that's that's where I went. Okay, Captain Barbosa, wow. whatever the hell his name is, I don't know. Who cares? Oh
1: my god! Oh my god! Um, okay. Uh, that was fun. real quick. Let's let's rank these beers. I don't know where to oh go with god. this. Yeah, it's this it's really tough. hard because I I hmm um I would give I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm going to go in reverse order. I'm going to go Red Ale 3 Dunk 2 Hef 1, which Ooh. I would never ever think to do, Interesting. but I really was just taken by the the sweet flavors on that Hef, and I think it was really nicely done. So, well done, Swashbucklers.
0: I'm going to do Red 1, Hef 2, uh uh Duke 3. Um just because the flavors were just a little bit better in those other two and the Red is just insane to me so that's what we got so um, if you're
1: not into these just real quick there are some other options uh, there plenty of things on tap they have a belgian style quad which is kind of what i was mentioning a, a desire for earlier they have uh, some ipas they got some juices because who doesn't they have a holly jolly roger which is a seasonal it's very 8. pirate 5- ship like theme. It's really awesome. It's an awesome. eight point five percent barley wine, and I love Ooh. a barley wine. And they also, I know on tap somewhere, uh, it's it's seasonal, but they they got a they got one of them wee heavy scotch ales, which is like my favorite thing to say. Wee heavy. So
0: um, my favorite beer that stood out to me was the uh, Neptune's Imperial Oatmeal Stout, a nine point five percent, just godlike beer. It looks incredible. The logo is literally. Uh, uh. Okay, going off of the Pirates movie, um, he the octopus guy.
1: Yeah, it's Davy Jones. Do you want Davey to give him Jones, a weird? Thank you. Do you want to, give him want a to weird Italian first? I do not want to give
0: him a basketball. You know, LeBron yeah. Jones. <laughs> um, it's Emilio Davy Jones. <laughs> He's he looks incredible, but it sounds incredible, and that was the one that made me go, oh, the oatmeal stout. But uh yeah, very pirate theme. The skull is everywhere. They got a juicy jouster, which looks incredible um, to go off of the Renaissance fair play. Uh, but they have a lot, a lot of great stuff, and it looks incredible. Swashbuckler
1: brewing. Very well done. If you're if you're passing through PA, I highly recommend you stop in, grab a beer. Gabe, we
0: got a couple minutes. We got I wasted a, couple minutes. a few of
1: them calling you out on your Barbosa.
0: I it was necessary. I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I totally understand. I totally deserve it. And here we are. But as always, we like to end on one last thing. Last call. Gabe? Our fun topic this week is a fun one in the matter of a friend kicking another friend in the balls. So, our story comes to us about a man. His name is Chase Friedman. He is 25 years old. He was severely injured during a freak accident. He slipped and fell, injured his spine. Doctors told him he would never walk again. Very sad story, but it gets better. His buddy, David... Or, I'm sorry, Dan, said to Chase, he made he made him a promise. He said, to inspire him, to give him motivation, he said, listen to me. If you walk again, I will let you kick me in the balls. Well, looky here. Couple turns months, out that's a motivator. Turns out that works. A <laughs> couple months later, Chase, after some therapy and after a lot of treatment and what have you, starts walking again use the motivation and is all well and good. So what his buddy Dan said, I I made a promise. Let's do it. They made a video, threw it on TikTok. And the video starts with Dan going, hi, everyone, I'm Dan. And I'm about to get kicked in the balls. And not only is an amazing story of a comeback from for a man who recovered from injury and got back, but also it's hilarious and not for the way you think. What's interesting to me is the psychotherapist. Yeah. Who tailored, this is directly from the article, tailored his recovery to the task at hand. She said, and I'm quoting, when Chase told me he wanted to kick his friend in the balls, we had to take a very strategic (laughs) approach. We worked on the right leg and the left leg to figure out which leg was stronger, and clearly the left leg is the one for the job. His left leg was way more force than I was expecting. What? You're telling me this guy is recovering from surgery. He may never walk again. And this psychotherapist is like, yeah, I don't know. There's just like nothing we can do. Well, my friend told me if I recovered, I kick him in the balls. Get this man into surgery. We got to get this guy. Let's do this. Let's know. We need to make this dream come true. That is hilarious.
1: Can you say her job occupation for me one more time?
0: Psychotherapist. Am I saying it wrong?
1: Does it not say physiotherapist? Do you not see a
0: ph? <laughs> I missed that completely. We, okay. <laughs> I, just I, was make it, I was saying it, and I was like, I don't know what job this is. Listen, your parents are the one in
1: the medical field. I just want to make sure. I like, I, I just wanted to see if maybe I was, if so, I missed something. <laughs> physiotherapist. Okay, I got it right. I've okay, been drinking. Leave me alone. Anyway. She tailored his recovery to this ball kick, and uh, it's pretty spectacular. Gabe, if I.
0: Oh my God, don't ask me this. Don't God forbid, ask me this.
1: God forbid. But if, if I ever had this happen to me, would you would you motivate me with a kick to the ball? Would you let me kick I'd motivate you, to the ball? you
0: with something else. I'd probably be like, listen, <laughs> I'll do your taxes. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, a kick in the ball is like, I, I just, I don't think his friend thought about it. Like miracles I can think, happen. I
1: think it says a lot about his friend's belief in his, his other friend's recovery. I think his I think Dan didn't believe. And Seriously. Chase called his bluff and like, Dan was yeah, like He's oh. not gonna kick
0: me in the balls.
1: Dan went to their other friends and was like, I gotta be honest, I really didn't think he was ever gonna walk again. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like, oh no. I, I hate to admit this, but I really thought I was pretty much in the clear on that. <laughs> I, I <laughs> just oh man! But I thought I was being a bro, and I really thought <laughs> I was just fine.
0: <laughs> nah, bro, you can kick me in the balls. <laughs> this guy. Hey, he I'll all better. When, oh, if you read, shit. I
1: haven't. I haven't been able to locate the video to watch it. I don't know if you have, but if no. you watch it, he apparently Dan just like hits the floor, and it's just going oh left, left. It was the left <laughs> yeah. one. He nailed the left one.
0: That would be his left ball ball oh <laughs> left yeah um apparently the physiotherapist cuz i know how to speak <laughs> right i i just can't believe like they take that into consideration like I, I feel like as a in the medical field my first thought would be like i want you to walk again this lady was like oh you want to kick your friend in the balls no i got you let's do this i
1: i i'm right with this lady i would be right there with her i'd be like what what gets you out of bed sure you want to kick someone in the balls let's go I don't care. You want to punt a p- pu- puppy? I do not want to finish that sentence. Oh my I didn't God. mean it. Oh Listen, my whatever God. gets the dude out of the bed. I didn't mean that, though. I don't I
0: don't no, condone no, that no at no all. No puppy punting. Not I, here. Did you
1: hear me? Like, start the joke and then like yes. decide
0: I didn't want to tell it anymore. Once I it was heard pop, I was like,
1: oh. <laughs> no, I thought okay. about other animals.
0: All right, forget it. it- <laughs> we love animals on the show. Um, um, yeah, I mean, if you're yeah. going to... Motivate yourself and have a bro. Mo- I feel like, okay, I, I to be honest, I would say to you, I'd be like, listen, Stephen, you can kick me in the balls. And then the second you could walk again, I'd be like, get the hell away from me. I didn't mean any of that. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm so glad you can walk again. But like, let's go get a beer. We don't yeah, need to prove this to anything. Yeah, that's fair.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, that that makes sense. I, I also feel, but but Dan, we should say this because this is an important part of the story it was Dan's slippery-ass bathroom floor that yes, Chase was. slipped on and caused this whole thing to begin with. So that's a compounded le- I mean, this isn't just him being a bro. This is him feeling bad because he honestly, didn't, he didn't mop up his floors right.
0: Uh, yeah, so I guess it kind of makes sense. It's like, well, at least you owe him a kick to the nuts. I mean, you, you owe him that much. I mean, you almost paralyzed yes. the guy.
1: Now, that changes everything. If I walked into your apartment and I slipped and fell and I ended up in, you know, mount sinai for three months unable I'd probably to walk. blame
0: you i'd be like I, you did something well, i'm kidding i'm kidding all right I'll, also the article mentions that this all happened on new year's day i don't know why that was important but now you uh, all
1: know yeah i mean that's that's it gives us a sense of time frame don't question the journalism game I.
0: I, don't ask me. I don't know how to pronounce physiotherapist. Who am I to Apparently. talk? I'm not, I ain't saying shit. And you shit. think
1: Captain Barbosa is named Leonardo. Leandro. He's a basketball Whatever. player. Whatever. It's still weird. I got confused. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the most Gabe thing to ever happen. Like you just mix him up with a basketball player and it's, it's appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. We got to get out of here. People hate us. We do. We have to go guys. uh, So yeah, swashbuckler brewing. You probably can't get their beers unless you're in Pennsylvania, but if you are driving through, uh, you know, Pennsylvania is very hard to avoid if you're coming anywhere near this part of the country. So I suggest you swing in to Swashbuckler Brewing and, and grab some of these beers because they, they got beer styles, ales, lagers, styles from all over the world, and they, they do them really well. So, uh, go visit we the estate.
0: Take a super photo and impressed. send it to us. Let us know yeah. how awesome that place is because it looks incredible.
1: Like, follow, subscribe. Let us know what you think. And if you're new here, we have 71 other episodes out. You can check them all out. So go ahead and take a listen. And we'll see you next week for round 73. Drink good beer. Be
0: kind to each other. Love each other. Peace out, guys.